Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In the last days in the murder case of Tristan Bailey, the gorgeous Florida cheerleader found dead, we all know that teen boy Aiden Fucci was convicted for murdering Bailey on Mother's Day 2021. But Aiden Fucci's mother agreed to plead guilty for washing the blood out of her son Aiden Fucci's jeans after he murdered Tristan Bailey. That's right. Crystal Smith, 37, pleads a no contest to tampering with evidence. That's a third-degree felony. She'll go to jail all right, but just for 30 days, followed by five years probation for intentionally washing the blood out of her son's jeans. Crystal Smith has now been released. Now, according to Crystal Smith's lawyer, Smith had no idea why her son's jeans were so bloody when she washed them. Do you believe it? I don't. What happened the night Tristan Bailey 
went missing. Her body was found in a wooded area near her neighborhood. The medical examiner says she was stabbed to death. Later that day, a jogger in the neighborhood found a young girl's body, bloody in the neighborhood's woods. The medical examiner's report released Wednesday indicates Bailey had been stabbed 114 times and had defensive wounds. That report also revealed the suspected weapon, a knife, was found in a pond only 140 feet from the body. The knife missing its tip. The tip found in Tristan's scalp. The knife uh, so violently used to murder this little cheerleader, just 13 years old. The tip of the knife is still embedded in her scalp and skull. Oh, yeah. Somebody is going to jail. Guys, you were just listening to our friend Jennifer Reddy uh, at First Coast and WJXT News for Jax. Let me introduce you an all-star panel joining us. First of all, you know him well, a veteran defense attorney, Troy Slayton, joining us out of L.A., Slayton Lawyers. Uh, Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst to the stars, joining us out of Hollywood. You can find her at drbethanymarshall.com, star of a brand new series on Netflix, Bling Empire. Dr. Tim Gallagher, the medical examiner for the entire state of Florida at pathcaremed.com. Karen Nell Smith joining me, forensics expert, lecturer at University of Florida and host of Shattered Souls podcast. But first, to Ray Caputo, lead news anchor Orlando Morning News at WDBO. Ray Caputo, before you say a word, listen to this. Surveillance video spotted what appears to be Tristan Bailey walking north from the amenity center at 1.14 a.m. 31 minutes later, two people are seen walking east along Salastone Drive at 1.45 a.m. One is wearing shorts, a hoodie, and white shoes with a black Nike logo. The other wearing black pants and a black shirt. That same camera then capturing one person walking back west wearing shorts, a hoodie, and this time carrying white shoes with the black Nike logo. That was around 3.27 a.m., one hour, 42 minutes later. Police found clothing with blood on it. This video at 12.15 a.m. on May 9th shows two people believed to be teens walking east on Saddlestone Drive. This was on Mother's Day, the same day investigators say Tristan Bailey was found dead. The St. Johns County Sheriff's Office investigators say this video shows Fucci running at 1.52 in the morning. So over an hour after two teens were spotted walking in the neighborhood. Guys, you're hearing our friends at First Coast News and WJXT News Jax. You know, uh, the, the shadowy images caught on surveillance video shows the 13-year-old cheerleader, Tristan Bailey, walking with another person. Then later, you see uh, a young boy, Aiden Fucci, age 14, running. And you also see someone matching the same outfit, carrying a pair of white Nike shoes. First of all, Ray Caputo, again, thank you for being with with us, WDBO. Where is 13-year-old Tristan Bailey that evening? Where where had she been? Well, she was hanging out in her neighborhood in Durban Crossing, Nancy. That's in St. John's, Florida, just south of Jacksonville. It's an upper-middle-class neighborhood, and it was late at night, before any of this happened, but if you're wondering why a 13-year-old girl would be out late at night on a Saturday night, it was just that type of neighborhood. It was tree-lined, surveillance cameras everywhere. 
I mean, people didn't anticipate problems there. It was in St. John's, Florida, beautiful place where a lot of people are moving these days. I understand, Ray Caputo, that there was like a community center where they had been. Do you recall that, Jackie? They All the teens, and, and we had one of those, believe it or not, out in the middle of nowhere. And when I was little, it seemed so big. Now I drive by it, I think... I can't believe that was the huge community center. It's very small when I look at it now. But we would have bands in there and dance and play games and just all sorts of fun. Have Halloween carnivals inside, bobbing for apples, and everybody would go there. And it's my understanding that Tristan had been to a community center event with a whole neighborhood and a lot of kids coming in and out that night. This shadowy surveillance video we're seeing, where are those cameras, Ray Caputo? Well, the the surveillance video cameras you're seeing are actually doorbell cameras, I believe, are ones that are attached to homes. Mm -hmm. So they're on these homes on saddle stone court. So you're seeing, you know, somebody's looking out their window. That's what they may have seen at that time of night in the one o'clock hour. So how in the world does a teen boy's mother get tied into all of this? You've got a little cheerleader, age 13, stabbed about 114 times with the tip of a knife in her skull. Now you've got an unrelated teen boy's mother charged. Why? Jackie, please play the new sound. We received a series of videos late this afternoon, including those from inside Fucci's Durban Crossing home, which show what detectives say is Fucci's mom washing blood off of his jeans. On your sites, Robert Bradfield is live tonight in the newsroom looking through that video as prosecutors build a first-degree murder case against the St. John's County teenager, Robert. Oh, good evening. That video inside Fucci's home is about 16 minutes long, but we're going to show you just the first part, which shows his mother, Crystal Smith, walking into an upstairs bathroom. And that is where the state's attorney says Smith is seen cleaning her son's bloody jeans. When officers went into the home, they found a pair of wet jeans in Fucci's bedroom. And as we reported earlier this summer, the jeans and a drain in a bathroom tested positive for blood. Smith was arrested in June. She is charged with evidence tampering. Now, other video released today shows who detectives believe are Fucci and Bailey walking in their neighborhood on the morning of May 9th, the last time Bailey was seen alive. Okay, Troy Slayton, veteran defense attorney. If mommy had just thrown a a lot of clothes into the wash, that would have been one thing because I've actually thrown a shoe, a cell phone, a coat hanger into the washing machine with no idea what I was doing. Okay, just like Jody Arias when she threw her digicam in there with accidental photos of the murder scene. I could get that. It's an accident. But for mommy to pick up her son's blue jeans and then go in the bathroom and wash the blood out by hand. Good luck, Slayton. Well, I know, Nancy, when I was a kid and I'd play some soccer and I'd uh, roll on my knees uh, on the soccer field and big green stains would be down my pants. Uh, those wouldn't just come out in the normal wash. And my mom, God bless her, would, would, would scrub those things to get those stains out. So maybe she was just acting like a good mom, saw some really dirty jeans, thinking that wouldn't come out in the regular wash and scrubbed them to make sure they got the stain out. What we don't know is that the mother 
knew that this was blood from a potential crime scene and was intentionally trying to destroy evidence. That's what we don't know. How can I slice up everything he just said? Jackie, could you play that new sound one more time? We received a series of videos late this afternoon, including those from inside Fucci's Durban Crossing home, which show what detectives say is Fucci's mom washing blood off of his jeans. On your side, Robert Bradfield is live tonight in the newsroom looking through that video as prosecutors build a first-degree murder case against the St. John's County teenager. Robert. Oh, good evening. That video inside Fucci's home is about 16 minutes long, but we're going to show you just the first part, which shows his mother, Crystal Smith, walking into an upstairs bathroom. And that is where the state's attorney says Smith is seen cleaning her son's bloody jeans. When officers went into the home, they found a pair of wet jeans in Fucci's bedroom. And as we reported earlier this summer, the jeans and a drain in a bathroom tested positive for blood. Smith was arrested in June. She is charged with evidence tampering. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Teen boy Aiden Fucci convicted in the murder of a beautiful young girl. But what does his mom have to do with that? Well, believe it or not, the convicted teen killer's mother behind bars. But why? For washing the blood out of her son Aiden Fucci's jeans after he murdered Tristan Bailey. 
Uh, Dr. Bethany Marshall, I'd really like to see the timestamp on when mommy is cleaning the jeans in the bathroom. There's no doubt she knew it was blood. Okay. Because there's still blood in the drain. And it's Tristan Bailey's blood, the cheerleader's blood. So she knew it no. was blood. She knew he hadn't been out playing soccer the night before. Uh, but Slayton has a valid point. But if she was doing mm-hmm. that at, say, 3 o'clock in the morning, that's extremely surreptitious, Bethany. But Nancy, let's look at it this way. This is not the first time Mommy has tried to cover up bad acts um, that her son, Fuchi, has undertaken. You know, mothers know their sons. You you know your son. You know your daughter. You know their character. You know what they're capable of. Bethany, you're darn right. Go ahead. You know who their friends are. You know whether or not to let them have sleepovers or at certain people's houses. He is a young tween. He's barely a teenager. He's out at this community center until I think it's 3.40 in the morning. Mommy has to be aware that her son is just a little bit strange. Okay, so I don't think it's a good thing that mother is watching blood off of her son's jeans. What she should be doing if she's a good mom is sitting down with him and saying, where did this blood come from? What were you doing out till 340 in the morning? What was going on at that community center? She should be parenting him, not covering up for him. You know, another issue I'm going to throw to you, then I'll circle back to Karen Smith and Dr. Tim Gallagher. Dr. Bethany, let me go to Ray Caputo first. Uh, I also learned that according to documents that we have just gotten our hands on, one of Aiden Fucci, age 14's female friends, tells police he frequently talked about killing people, that he would take his knife out and pretend to stab her with it, and that he would draw graphic pictures of depicting mutilated bodies. You forgot to mention that, Ray Caputo. Yeah, well, you know, some people like their guns, Nancy. This kid liked knives. One of his friends even said that he had a nickname for his knives. He called them Picker and Poker. And one of those knives actually... Stop, Yeah. Drinking from the fire hydrant. Too much, too fast. I got to write that down. He named his knives. Yes, ma'am. Picker and Poker. Are you saying Picker and Poker? Okay, I'm sure we'll need to bring the shrink in on that. Go ahead. Named his knives, Picker and Poker. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I mean, this kid liked his knives. They, they found many more in his home, too. Aiden Fucci clearly had a thing for sharp objects, Nancy. He talked about killing people. He collected knives. I mean, talk about the writing being on the wall. You know what? It is just so ironic that when we throw around the phrase, the writing is on the wall, that actually came from... The Old Testament. Um, and and now it's being used, rightfully so, Ray Caputo, in the gruesome murder of a 13-year-old little girl. This little girl was stabbed 114 times with a knife tip still in her skull. Ray Caputo, WDBO, that's not all that was found in the home of the bloody clothes. I understand that the cops recovered a notebook filled with violent drawings of women, including a woman with red X's on her breasts and severed arms with 
blood pouring out. Oh, that's correct, Nancy. I mean, th- this kid had some really disturbing things going through his head. And it makes you wonder, getting back to the mom, why she, she was so interested in helping him out after he got in trouble. But, but again, how can you not notice that this is your child and all these things are going on in their lives? He had the knives. He had the drawings. He was even telling people about what he did or what was going to do. He was a clearly a disturbed young man who needed help. And he was crying out for, for quite a bit of time. But those cries didn't go answered. Ray Caputo, I hardly think that naming your nice picker and poker and drawing mutilated women and keeping the drawings in your room, I would call that the devil, uh, evil, hate, misogyny. And I think he knew exactly what he was doing. Um, I really don't know which way to go, but thankfully I've got a panel of experts. Dr. Bethany, do not start up second verse, same as the first, with he's insane. If he were insane, he would not know to run away and lie. Well, thank God, Nancy, sociopathy, which this young man surely suffers from, is a personality disorder, not a psychiatric disorder, meaning that it affects, it's an affliction of the mind, not the brain. So certainly he knew right from wrong. Nancy, this is a budding serial killer in the making. You know, the love for the knives, picker and poker, uh, the drawing of the woman with the red X's on her breasts, the severed arms. This guy got, this young man derived great thrill and satisfaction from thinking about stabbing and dismembering. Um, And, you know, mothers fall into two categories when it comes to having a child like this. The first category is a mother who knows there's a problem and seeks help, uh, gets a psychiatrist and a psychologist, gets social services, and wants to help their son have a better life. And the second category we see all too often is the mother who aids and abets the child, covers up, looks the other way, will do anything to save the child, even if it means that there are other victims out there in society. And surely, surely this mother falls into the second category with washing the blood off her son's genes. This this mother knew what was happening, Nancy. She saw this all unfolding for a long, long time. Why does she even let him out in the community past midnight? To Dr. Tim Gallagher, medical examiner for the state of Florida. This occurred in Florida, St. John's County. Dr. Gallagher, would you explain what happened to this 13-year-old little girl? Because we're talking a lot about what may or may not be going through the mind of her killer. But what about her? What happened to her? Well, first of all, I want to uh, mention that uh, Dr. Bulick in St. John's County, which is District 23 in Florida, is probably one of the most intelligent physicians that we have uh, in the state. Uh, He is Yale-educated and trained in Fort Lauderdale. Wonderful, wonderful man. But going, getting back to her. What, what, um, what was his name? Uh, Bulick, B-U-L-I-C. Okay, go ahead. So you've got a great, ma- you've got a great doctor on the case. Go ahead. W- wonderful, wonderful man. Um, I can't say enough about him. But getting back to her, um, you know. So initially, you know, there was the surprise of the stabbing. I'm sure there was an argument leading up to it, um, but. 
when the I don't know about that. I don't know about that, mm -hmm. Dr. Gallagher, because this was not boyfriend, girlfriend. They were just, you know, in the same grade. They knew each other. Uh, mm -hmm. There was no romantic interest like uh, they had an argument. So I don't mm -hmm. know if if there was an argument or if he led her out there in order to kill her. I mean, he had a knife with him. But that well, said, go ahead. Right. But you can see there was a struggle. Uh, there, yes. She had defensive wounds on her forearms. And what defensive wounds are is she was actually holding up her arms to defend herself against the knife. And he was slashing at her arms on her forearms. Okay, I've got to tell you something, doctor. I just mm -hmm. saw out of the corner of my eye. I wanted to do it myself as you were talking, but Jackie here, as you were saying, held her hands up like that. How many times have I done that in front of a jury? When you say defensive wounds, trying to cover your face or your body, and this little 13-year-old girl, as Dr. Tim Gallagher is telling us, was covered in defensive wounds, trying to save her life. Right. So she was conscious and aware of what was going on uh, at that point, you know, she knew at that point she was fending for her life, but eventually she became overpowered and uh, these stab wounds to her head, uh, oftentimes if the knife is uh, sufficient, will penetrate through the skull and into the brain. And we see that could have been the case here when a tip of the knife broke off and lodged itself into the mm -hmm. skull. So uh, she may have died from the brain injury or she may have had um, other stab wounds on her chest organs, that being the heart and the lungs. Either way, it was a very protracted uh, assault and uh, had gone on for um, at least a minute or two. Karen L. Smith joining me, forensics expert, lecturer at University of Florida and host of Shattered Souls podcast. You've seen so many homicides as well. Agree or disagree and why? I do. I've seen it. Unfortunately, just like Dr. Gallagher said, it does happen. Um, whether or not it's a rage or like you said, a sexual release, whatever the motivation is, multiple stabbings are more common than a single stabbing. And Nancy, there's something that I need to talk about uh, regarding not only what uh, Troy Slayton said, but what everybody else has been saying about these, these genes. Mm -hmm. Mommy can try to clean them all she wants. But they tested positive for blood, and that tells me they did a simple color test. After a visual inspection, the blood was still on those pants. Now, if the blood was still on the pants, there's a possibility that patterns can still be discerned, even after they've been cleaned, if that blood was allowed to dry on the fabric first. And if there were small blood droplets on those jeans, that puts the wearer, which would be Aiden Fucci, in close proximity to the victim at the time the crime was committed. It is absolute 100% proof that he was there, that the blood broke up into droplets while he was there. It can also help position him over the victim. His DNA was found on her body, which means he probably injured himself since he used the knife. That's very common as well. So I just want to commend the St. John Sheriff's, St. John's County Sheriff's Office for their yeah. wonderful work on this. They, did they really they did, did a great job processing this, plus finding the weapon as well. Guys, uh, there's more. Take a listen to our cut 25. This is Heather Crawford, First Coast News. 
So let's talk more about these new documents. They are also shedding light on the night Aiden Fucci and his parents were inside of an interrogation room after Tristan Bailey's body was discovered. Aiden's parents questioned him with no detectives in the room, but the audio and video devices, they were rolling. According to the report, his mother told him that Bailey was found in their neighborhood. The report says Aiden then asked, is she good? The mother's response, no, she's dead. It's all on you right now. The report says Aiden asked, how is it my problem? They reportedly said because he was the last one seen with her. The report also says the mother asked where Bailey went after they parted. And Gucci stated that she probably kept walking. His father asked, according to the report, he didn't turn around to see where she went. And he replied, no. Now, according to the report, Aiden's parents told him to find his story and stick to it. He was arrested at 3.30 the next morning. His mother, Crystal Smith, would later be arrested, accused of tampering with evidence in this case. Troy Slayton joining me, L.A. veteran, criminal defense attorney, Slayton Lawyers, APC. Troy, so the recording devices are still rolling, and this Aiden Fucci, age 14, says, how's it my problem when they tell him Tristan is found dead? So firstly, there is no parent-child confidentiality privilege uh, known to the law. So although they may have thought that they were speaking privately, the parents and the child suspect, uh, the police were perfectly in their right to be recording uh, inside that police interrogation room. And so... Anything that he said to his mom and dad can be used against him. And uh, even though it, he would say to his parents, and he's probably experienced in deflecting his parents off of things that he's done wrong over his past 14 years, uh, that doesn't protect him uh, in this case. Um, I want to get your thinking, Dr. Bethany Marshall, of what you have heard that audio recording that we've gotten of the parents talking to 14-year-old Aiden Fucci? Well, I think this is not their first rodeo. I think he's done all kinds of things that they have uh, aided and bedded in covering up. Maybe not a homicide. Maybe this is the first um, catastrophic violation of the law He's uh, he's done, but I'm sure there's been less lesser infractions. I'm sure he has uh, tortured animals, gotten bad grades, um, hit people, poked at people, maybe stabbed people even in a non-homicidal way, but in a threatening way. So these parents are well-skilled and well-schooled in covering up for their child. And Troy Slaken said something I think is so fascinating, and we see this with parents is that from from the time our children are born, they teach us how to accommodate to them. They teach us um, how to cover up. They also teach us that we can't look past their flaws and we have to take the hard road road of um, reprimanding them and punishing them and disciplining them to make them better human beings. And if this young man was born um, as a sociopath, Mm -hmm. he really needed his parents to discipline him and to try to override those tendencies. And apparently, he just never got the memo. Well, Dr. Bethany, I want you to hear something. And that is how this guy, Aiden Fucci, behaved 
in the cop car. Take a listen to our cut 27, our friends at Action News Jacksonville. New Snapchat videos show Fuji in the back of the cop car before he was a suspect. Having fun in a cop car. Yep. Tristan. What's up, guys? Tristan, if you walk out, when you see this in a month. Another video from inside Fuji's home appears to show his mother cleaning the jeans police say Aiden wore the night of the murder. She's been charged for tampering with evidence to those jeans. Investigators say both the jeans and the sink she washed them in tested positive for blood. Not only that, in that cop car, he made a statement. Having fun in an effing cop car, this guy is in the back of the car mocking everything and everybody i'm having fun in a effing cop car and then he makes some comment like hey anybody seen tristan she's dead i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zinn nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zinn pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zinn fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience. Which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. After Tristan Bailey went missing that night, Aiden Fucci even volunteered to show sheriff's deputies where he had last seen his little middle school classmate. What happened the night Tristan Bailey went missing? I mean, it is argued amongst many legal eagles, Troy Slayton, that his sick selfie in a cop car shows that he's actually proud of murdering cheerleader Tristan Bailey. To me, Nancy, it shows the elements of 
not guilty by reason of, in, of insanity, which in Florida uses the McNaughton rule. If I were to use the evidence from the medical examiner on this show and the testimony of Dr. Bethany Marshall from this show, we clearly establish by clear and convincing evidence that he was not guilty by reason of insanity at the time that he committed this act. Well, I couldn't disagree more because here he is in a cop car saying, hey, guys, has anybody seen Tristan lately shooting a peace sign, having fun in a cop car, being a snarky brat? That's Dabbing what's happening. somebody 114 times. Mm hmm. Running from the crime scene, throwing a knife into the water uh, and then. Why do you think he threw the knife in the water, Troy? So nobody could find it. Why is that? Brings, because it's a murder weapon sheath, with his blood on it. But brings the sheath home. But comes home and just throws he his threw bloody... away the murder weapon. And just Am I the only the, one the on bloody, this panel that believes that shows evidence of guilt? I mean, somebody I, I jump in Nancy, for Pete's sake. Nancy, he knew, he knew what he was doing, and mocking Tristan from the police car is the same M.O. as the murder. We were talking about it earlier in the show, um, that he wanted to triumph over her, control her. He likely got sexual satisfaction from killing her. I doubt this was a frustrated rage. I think he was romancing the idea of killing somebody for a long, long time. I think his family knew that. I think it was sexually exciting to him. That's why he had the red crosses over the woman's breasts and her arms severed. You know, he's going to disable her so he can rape her. That's what that picture is all about. Well, you know, that's what we call, Troy, we call malingering. It's when you make up a fictitious illness to look ill when you're not. I've got more for you guys that bears on state of mind. Take a listen to Our Cut 26. This is Danny Bozzini, Action News Jax. New evidence giving us a glimpse into the moments before and after. Beloved 13-year-old Tristan Bailey was brutally murdered. Police say in this video, Tristan is walking with her accused killer, 14-year-old Aiden Fucci, just after midnight Sunday, May 9th, Mother's Day. 90 minutes later, another surveillance video shows Fuji running in the opposite direction with what appears to be his shoes in hand. The state attorney's office releasing another clip, timestamped at 3.30 a.m. that same morning. You can see Fuji walking up to his home, heading to the front door and going inside. Fuji initially told investigators that he left a friend's house with Tristan and they walked together until she turned onto her street. That story changed a few more times. Okay, let, let, let me capsulize this. Uh, Karen Smith, we've got him running from the scene, carrying his shoes that were likely bloody, throwing away the murder weapon, slowing down when he gets to his own home, walking in, changing his story multiple times. And continuing to lie about it. To me, all of that shows he knew what he did was wrong. And that is, as Troy Slayton throws around the technical term, the McNaughton test, it's very simple. Did you know right from wrong at the time of the incident? It shows me That's right. evidence of guilt, hiding, running, Absolutely. destroying evidence. That's right. And guess what? Found, found, 
found. Knife was found 140 feet away. The shoes were found in his room, likely bloody. That's why he was carrying them. They found his jeans. They found his clothes. They found her DNA all over it. They found blood patterns. They found his DNA on her body. They found uh, the tip of the knife embedded in her skull. Every single step, every single thing that has been seen in the forensics of this case shows me that he had a premeditated uh, murderous mind and he knew what he did was wrong. He's running from the crime scene with evidence in his hand. Dr. Tim Gallagher joining me out of Florida, medical examiner. Um, Dr. Gallagher, so he throws the murder weapon into a body of water. How can they still get both his and her DNA off the murder weapon? Well, that's a really good question. You know, um, water does tend to degrade DNA. So if uh, they recovered it very quickly, then it would certainly be possible, especially if not only blood was on it, but the flesh of the victim and flesh of the assailant was on there, then DNA could be recovered from that quickly. Yeah, Nancy, I have to jump in here. There was another case out of Jacksonville, the Cherish Periwinkle case, where Mm -hmm. one of my coworkers recovered a entire full 13 loci profile from Cherish Periwinkle's neck after she was submerged in water. So it is absolutely possible to find both sets of DNA on that murder weapon. After Tristan Bailey went missing that night, Aiden Fucci even volunteered to show sheriff's deputies where he had last seen his little middle school classmate. And it was there. Home surveillance video picks up his mother picking up a pair of blue jeans from her son's room, then scrubbing them in a bathroom sink. Tristan Bailey's mom, Stacy Bailey, said in a very emotional victim impact statement, the choices the mom, Crystal Smith, made back on Mother's Day 2021, quote, will haunt me. For the rest of my life, she went on to say, I've tried to put myself in your shoes on that fateful day a thousand times, but I can't. She says the damage you caused by your actions will forever be etched in our lives. The judge in the courtroom described Tristan's horrific injuries, including 49 defensive wounds and 35 wounds to the little girl's head and neck, 29 wounds to her shoulders and back. What was so upsetting to many is that Tristan Bailey was conscious. She was aware, and she was doing everything she could to fend off the attack. When the family spoke, they pointed out that Tristan suffered a painful, horrifying death from someone she trusted that her screams were most likely stifled by her own suffocating lungs. The attack was so violent, the tip of the hunting knife Fuchi used to murder her broke off in her skull. The judge noted that the crime had no motive. He, the judge says, quote, there was no reason, there was no purpose. It was done for no other reason than to satisfy this defendant's internal desire to feel what it was like to kill someone. Convicted killer Aiden Fucci's own mother sentenced for tampering with evidence and cheerleader Tristan Bailey's 
horrific murder. Crystal Smith has now been released. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.